Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the darkest timeline podcast. So, just me today, just talking, you know, the usual stuff games, movies, TV, stuff that happened in the week when this was recorded. Um, yeah, there's a lot of Christmas in this one. <sighs> anyway, before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop, and uh, just generally share the podcast around. Send it to a friend, a family member, somebody you don't like, maybe. Anyway, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello? Is this working? Is this thing on? Yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Testing, testing. Testicles, testicles. <gasps> Is that rude? Oh, how are you doing? You alright? How was your week? How was your day? How was your, how was your life? Oh, cold. Chilly. I'm chilly. My hands are cold. Um... One of those. Not a lot to go through this week. So if the last few weeks have been anything to go by, what we're thinking? What? An hour and 45 minute podcast? Going to start with a Am I Weird? You know I like an Am I Weird every now and then. Just trying to get a, an idea. And obviously, in a lot of ways, I am just talking to myself right now. So probably not getting an answer on this one. At this point in time, we are in December. We all know what that means. That means that it's been Christmas for six months of the year so far. Um, but we're, you know, we're, we're reaching peak annoyance. Um... I was going to do a whole thing about, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it bad luck to put your Christmas tree up in November? But I think I've probably, I've probably played that one a little too much. Anyway, what I want to know is, is it weird to look for presents? Not, I've started, I've started off wrong. I've started wrong. Is it weird? To look at something while you're out and about and go, oh, that would make a lovely gift for so-and-so. And the so-and-so in this scenario is somebody you haven't seen in ten years. Or five years. Like, oh, that would make a lovely gift for so-and-so. Obviously it wouldn't because they're not with us anymore. And, like I say, this ties it like, what I've noticed recently is that the, the podcast I've been doing recently have, have had a, almost, almost had a theme. How weird is that? Um, and the theme of this podcast, going, going through it, um, is probably a lot to do with Christmas. Looking at looking at gifts and, and buying presents and stuff. So 
I, I, I pick stuff up when I'm out and about. Or I look at stuff when I'm out and about. And I'm like, do you know who that would be a fantastic gift for? That would be a fantastic gift for, for this person. I haven't seen that person in 10 years. And then I'll see something else. Oh, do you know who that would be a really good gift for? That would be a really good gift for that person. That I haven't seen in five years. And it works on the principle that those people in question, those people we're talking about, those people we're referring to, haven't changed in all that time. Haven't changed in the slightest and are into exactly the same things that they were into all those years ago. Which, for some people, that's a possibility. Especially if you're looking at something that's like, oh, that person was really into this, so they'd really enjoy that item. Unless they've completely changed since. Um, it's more... It's more difficult when it's somebody who's passed away. Um, but I think, the I think the question I'm asking is... Like in that scenario... Like if somebody's passed away... Um, and you see something... And you go... Oh, I, I know somebody would really like that. And then you look at it... And then you're like, oh, but that person isn't with us anymore. <sighs> Is that a way of keeping that person's memory alive? If you still think about them in that way? If you still think, oh, so-and-so, I'd really like that. But they're not with us anymore. Um, the like Other things, it's like friends I haven't seen... For what, for you know, for one reason, not, not exactly like it's like a falling out. It's just like somebody I haven't seen in a while, and you look at something like, oh, that that'd be a great gift for that person. Like I say, it's probably a bit weirder when it's I haven't seen this person in many many years. It's even weirder if it's like I wouldn't buy that person a gift but if I was going to buy them a gift that gift would be fantastic I spent some time I'm, I'm going to come into come on to like looking like buying gifts and stuff um, I spent some time looking around uh, somewhere one day last week and it was very much like there was like I know four or five people that it was, in my mind, right down their street. It was very much a situation of, um, oh, I could, uh, you know, if I was buying Christmas presents, I could get a lot of those Christmas presents from here for a lot of people. And then realising, oh, but I don't, I don't see that person anymore. I haven't spoken to that person in a while. I don't have anything to do with that person anymore. And it made me wonder. It made me think... So why is that, like the first go-to, like the first kind of part of call, why is it the the go-to move when you see something and go, oh, that person would really like that. But it doesn't matter because I'm not going to buy it for that person because I don't see or speak to or really have anything to do with anymore. It just, took, it just struck me as strange 
And then I started wondering, like I said, whether it was just me. Um, I'm a little concerned about um, my Chris, my Christmas spirit. I'm a little concerned about my Christmas spirit. Um, it's one of those, go back and listen to any podcast from this time, you know, last year, the year before, and the year before that, maybe. Um, and you can guarantee I was saying the same thing. Um, I remember, I distinctly remember last year, I was trying to ignite some kind of spark, and I was actually taking on doing Christmas activities in the hope of generating that that Christmas spark. Recently, and you know, you reach a certain age and it's, oh, it's all about the kids. And I thought that was going to be a, 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 a cheat, almost like a cheat, like a cheat code. I thought it was going to be a way that I could get round the I don't know what to call it. I was going to call it crushing misery. Um, I think I've reached the point where I have to. I have to. Um, resign myself to, or 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 what. I don't know. I don't know what to call it, but I think that I think I've reached a point where I just have to say, <sighs> Christmas maybe just isn't for me. Christmas has been a miserable time in my life, and I'll have gone through this previously. At various points in time, Christmas was truly miserable, um, and actively made worse over many different Christmases of many different years. Some years it was absolutely miserable. And other years it was just a little bit miserable. Um and that has been Christmas. And I feel like I have some sort of responsibility to 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 do Christmas, to be Christmas. And Christmas is very much just turning into a, a, a day and that day requires a meal and that meal will be made mostly by me and the the children need presents to open and and outside of that I, I can't generate any any sort of care had a conversation this evening about Christmas decorations, and I said, "I think if it was up to me, the Christmas decorations can stay where they are now." Um, spoilers: That's not out. I'm not like, oh, they can stay out for me. Um, wherever the decorations live, I don't even know where they live. Um, I just. I walked past a house this evening, and the the house had lights outside. If I can give you two examples, I walked past the house this evening. Now the house had lights outside. 
And I looked at it and I went, Ugh, God, that's awful. And it was a very minimal, very minimalist. Very, it was white lights, no other, no colours, no nothing. It was wrapped around like the, like a porch, if we do that in, in England. And a tree. There was a tree outside the house, and lights wrapped around it. it. It was white light, it was minimal, it was, and that was it. There was nothing else going on. And I looked at it and went, ugh, really? You know, like a proper Grinch. So, me and the dog go about our walk. We get down the road, and there's another house. This house has every possible light combination you can imagine. All sorts of stuff going on. There's like dancing lights, there's like purples and whites and pinks and reds and greens and blues. There's trees, bushes, hedges, all sorts of stuff decorated with a multitude of different lights. Now what are you expecting at this point? You're expecting me to say, and I was nearly sick in my mouth. No. I looked at it and I went, oh that looks really nice. I wonder if I should bring the kids down and, and they can, you know, look at these lights. What is that? What's that? That. The other, the other weekend, the, the 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 kids were going to watch a Christmas movie. Cool, watch a Christmas movie. So I found the Christmas movie they were going to watch. I put it on for them, and I left the room. Then there was something that my youngest daughter was watching. It was Christmas based. I saw it was on. I left the room. Now I'm not like I'm not like. Oh my god, this is it's a it's a Christmas related thing. I must get up and leave. I had stuff to do. I went off and did something, and admittedly, on both occasions, came back later and watched a percentage of these films. But I have watched something Christmas based this week. So what, what is this? Is this a different version of Christmas? Is this, is this my, is it like a retaliation to all the people that post their Christmas decorations on Facebook? Second week of November. And I'm like, I know where you live. I want to come round and, and, and I don't know. I can't, I don't, I don't know, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. I feel the spark has gone. That's what I feel. That's where I'm at. That's, I feel like the last embers of Christmas that I was trying to rekindle last year. And I was trying to be super positive. I was trying to be like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely feeling something. His heart grew two sizes. That's where I was last year. This year, I'm like, we we could just not bother. 
Has anyone considered that? And I was thinking about the, like the decoration side of things, and I was thinking like, like the the younger two are walking around the house, and to them it's just you know Monday. And there's you know there is stuff. There's um, we we do Elf on the Shelf, and by we, I'm not talking me. Um, although I did come up with one, and it was used, and I was like, yeah, yeah I came up with that. Um, but even my youngest daughter's like, oh, how did you do this? It's like, mm, didn't do anything. The, 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 the elf did it. Yeah, but how did you do it? Cool. I want... I want to feel Christmassy. I do. I don't know what's wrong with me. I think... I think I've had it beaten out of me. I think that's where I'm at. <sighs> anyway. Went to... <laughs> this is kind of... This is, in some ways, Christmas related. In other ways, not really. Uh, I went to a garden centre the other day. Um, now I know what you're thinking, but hey, I have been known to frequent garden centres before. It is a thing. I have done it. Um, for a variety of different reasons. We'll leave that there. I went to a garden centre. Um, there was a specific reason. Well, now I can't think what it was. I think it was to go and look at, like, Christmas things. Weirdly, garden centres seem to be known for, like, Christmas stuff. Went to a particular garden centre. Not 100% sure I've been to it before. Got there, went in. Uh, they had a gift shop to start things. Start the ball rolling, they had a gift shop. Went around the gift shop. Saw loads of cool things in the gift shop. Uh, a lot of those things I would have absolutely bought. Went into the Christmas section. Christmas section, there was a lot of ornaments, decorations, all that sort of stuff. Christmas trees, you know, all, all the sort of picture, garden centre, Christmas section. You've probably got a reason why there. But they had a lot of food things. And some of the food things sounded amazing. There was... Uh, there was lemon curd. I like lemon curd. I do enjoy a lemon curd. But then there was like different lemon, obviously not lemon curd, because there was like orange curd, lemon and lime curd. I was just like, hmm. Then there was all like, like, uh, like chutneys, but a multitude of different flavors, all this sort of stuff. Cakes. There was hampers, hampers with all sorts of, of, of good goodies in all this they had like cakes um boxes of um, sweets that you could do is like here i got you 12 jars of sweets um just all sorts of stuff and i'm like man get me a trolley I i'm filling i'm filling a trough a trolley before we go 
Um, there was one part I ended up in a book section, and there was a book that I nearly bought. Um, they had dog treats and dog toys and cat toys and all of that. There was a load of stuff in there that I nearly bought. Um, there was all sorts. And there was a cafe. And I said to the youngest daughter, I was like, look, uh, I'll come. Because she was like, are you going to come? And I was like, I'll come. If they sell coffee. And if they sell coffee, I'm there. Kind of, you know, half joking, half absolutely serious. Because, you know, coffee. Um, so they had a cafe. But it wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't a cafe. It was a restaurant. And as, as far as restaurants go, it was like... You know, when you look at the specials and you're like... Hang on a minute. What's with the swanky specials? And then you look at the menu and the menu's all like, oh, this, that, and the other. Blah, blah, blah. And it was a bit like, it was a bit upmarket, but in a garden centre. And I, I'm like, we went in, you had to wait to be seated, and somebody came. And you know, one of those sort of, one of those people who serves you who's super. Um, over-enthusiastic and super helpful and very much they're, they're there to serve your needs. Let me remind you, this is a what, have, what has now turned into a restaurant in a garden centre. And we got a table and I was looking at some of the food that was being brought out and the food looked amazing. Literally everything that was being brought out, I was like, I'll have one of them, I'll have one of them. It's like stuff I don't even eat. Fish and, and, and meat-based things. I was like, yes, please. It looked amazing. So I went and I was like, I'm going to get a couple of coffees. Get um, a flavoured water for the child. Um, sliced toast. You know, it was that mid-morning, you know. You can have something to eat here so you don't need to have any lunch when you get home kind of deal. All of that. No, no, you're thinking. Well, where's the drawback? Sounds like you had a whale of a time. Got a lot of shopping done. And then had a, a delicious cup of coffee. And a, uh, and a and a nice toast for the child. Incorrect. Because there was one huge drawback. Everything, and I do mean everything, was astronomical in price. Absolutely astronomical. You look at something like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll, I'll get that. And then you turn it over and look at the price. It's like, that is at least... 50% more than I'm prepared to pay for it. If not, 100% more. Like three times as much as I would pay for that. What the actual flipperoo. I bought two coffees, uh, a flavoured water and a slice of toast and nearly had to take out a mortgage for it. Like, what the hell is going on here? Also... As I keep saying, this was a garden centre. Where is this place making its money? Because, presumably, nobody's buying any of this stuff. 
any of this stuff. I understand if you go to a garden centre, you're there to buy, you know, a plant in a pot. You're there to buy a specific item. You go in there to get it. You maybe cater into a market that doesn't do Amazon as much as other markets. That entire Christmas section, presumably they don't sell any of it. It was it was so freaking expensive. It's like, oh, here's a thing that's got like it's got some sweets in. Penny, like, you know, like what what I would refer to as penny chews. I wouldn't even refer to them as penny chews, I'd refer to them as penny sweets. The uproar when Penny Sweets became two Penny Sweets. I remember the days. Tell, let me tell you. But what's the equivalent of three or four pounds worth of actual sweets and some, like I said, like some jars and stuff? Turn it over. It's like, oh, you want sixteen pounds for this? Yeah. There's four quid's worth of stuff there. The box isn't anything special. You turn over, like, like I said about all these jars of things, and you turn the jars over, it's like, oh, seven pounds, is it? I'm good, thanks. I said to Leanne, I was like, how is this place still in business? And she was like, it's the restaurant. The, the restaurant subsidizes the rest of the building. And I was like, that actually makes a lot of sense. That restaurant was rammed. It was heaving. We wasn't even sure we were going to get a table. And when I went to like order the drinks and stuff, queued for ages. The place was buzzing. And knowing the price I paid for a cup of coffee, I'm like, I can only imagine what the food must have cost. So, yeah, I imagine they're doing some really good business off the restaurant. I'm probably not selling anything else which <sighs> kind of defeats the object does it does it um it was a very a very confusing experience honestly there was a lot of stuff there that I was like I would buy that now if it was a third of the price Maybe I'm just out of touch. Maybe I'm just tight. That's all true. But hey. Um, got a new tattoo? Oh, that's not true. I started. I got I got a new tattoo started. Um, such as such as the way. Um, I think every single person. I've spoken to and mentioned in passing that I had or was having another tattoo done. Every single person said, I suppose you're going to suppose left. Every single person. And I think I've said this before on a, on a previous podcast. It's actually a concern. It's actually a concern. There is an actual possibility I am going to run out of space. So there's that. So for all the time that I've been like, oh, funny, yeah, oh, I'm surprised you've got any space left. I I am running out of space. It worries me. What will I do when I'm not getting tattooed? 
cross that bridge when I come to it. Uh, yes, new tattoo. Um, it will be another six months before I get any more of it done. Um, so, you know, there's that. Uh, so, here's the plan. The plan was uh, I'm going to be sat down for eight hours. So, that's not great for the for the old rings. For the steps, for the miles, for the calories, for whatever you want to say. Going to be sat down for eight hours. Not a great start. Um, we'll need to get a run, a workout, and a treadmill run in as a minimum before going to, to, to do tattoo. So, I'd worked out a plan. I worked out an ingenious plan. I was going to wait until the it ticked past midnight. And then I was going to go and do half of those things. I was going to go and do a, uh, a workout and the treadmill. And get those two things out of the way. Then the plan was to get up nice and early. Go for a run. And walk the dog as well. Basically putting me at 9 o'clock in the morning. And being pretty much nearly done with my 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 running and working out and filling filling the rings and all of that stuff by nine o'clock in the morning that was the plan and i stuck to it 12 o'clock rolls around i get changed go and i do a workout and then i go and do uh get on the treadmill and then i was i was up and i was i was out of bed seven o'clock in the morning and I got sorted, and now then, was that the day that me and the dog went for 5k? Might have been. So I'm getting it all done, getting the numbers in. Um, obviously, as I said, sitting for eight hours, not being, not moving around, not being active for eight hours, doesn't do you a lot of good for certain aspects. Um, so I still needed to get on the treadmill when I got back. Bearing in mind, I've got a new tattoo at this point. So, did my best. Had a terrible, terrible, terrible miscalculation. Um, but that's a whole other story. One I'm not going to go into right now, because it's, it's just a different story. So, come the next day, I'm like, right. There's no running. But I still need to get the numbers in. So I'm going to have to do a lot of stuff to do that. So there was a lot of walking involved. Because I could still walk. I just couldn't run. There was a lot of, um, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. I need to walk the dog. Dog needs to walk. Dog doesn't stop the fact the dog needs to walk. So I take the dog for a walk. Do all that sort of stuff. Um... One of the things was, oh, I can still work out. It wasn't a leg day. So, theory was that I could still work out. Just had to make sure to avoid the area, the area in question. Which, for the majority, for the majority of it, I did. Last exercise. Now, I'm not holding my body quite right because I'm trying to protect the area 
which also translates to not holding the um, the weights and the bar quite right either. And as I'm sure anybody who's ever worked out, not holding the weighted bar correctly whilst working out is a really, really, really bad idea. Some would say stupid idea. Stupid man. And I injured myself. Injured myself badly. Um, pulled pulled my entire shoulder. Um, I, you know, one of those kind of pulls where you can't even put like a jacket on because it hurts that badly. Um, so yeah, that was a super sensible idea. Um, in hindsight, and this is where I'm gonna I, I'm, I'm gonna come on to this. Um, this is where the 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 rings go against me because realistically, I should have taken a, a rest. Um. Almost like a complete rest, really. I should have rested. Um, even if it was just for a day. It really, it should have been three days. But, so, yeah. Shortest version is I injured myself. Um, lots and lots and lots of deep heat later. Um, kind of managed to sort itself out because literally the next two days were rest days so lots of DP and a lot of rest seemed to have sorted it out but it was bad at the time took my daughter um, well no I actually took all of my daughters but I uh, took my middle daughter to a birthday party on Friday um, as any parent will tell you, and any parent knows, the, um, probably the least favourite place to get to, uh, invited to a birthday party is, um, Creepy Crawlies, or, or Web Adventure, or whatever the hell they call it these days. Um, it always starts with the fantastic notion that a place that caters to Many, 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 many children. And many, 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 many parents. And a multitude of birthday pies. Pretty sure there was about eight birthday pies going on at once. Has the smallest car park you could possibly imagine. You're going to get about 20 cars in, and that's your lot. Also, and this is nothing short of absolute genius uh, there's also a nursery there that use the same car park just just absolute genius um, so I had to RSVP which I did I sent a message Yes, my daughter can attend the party. Could you 
just let me know what time the party finishes. And what I got back from that message was, it's fantastic that she can attend. If I'm honest, I don't know what time the party finishes. It could be this time, it could be this time, or it could be later. And I said, well, that's no good to me, now is it? So I was like, I was asking, because I needed to know, because I needed to know who was going to pick Madara. So, I'm like, how do you not know what time the party ends? Surely that's part of it. Here's the start time. Come to the party and please sod off by this time. Now then, there was a little bit, there was a, there was a lacking amount of understanding because come to the party well it's a creepy karate so you're going to go and you're going to play I decided to take the other two daughters uh, I was like you guys can have a play you can have something to eat here and then we'll all leave together job done but there was an extra element there was an extra element to this and the extra element was oh it's a laser party I was saying to my eldest, I was like, I'm pretty sure the laser parties are done in the dark. So how are they going to do that when the place is in full swing? Something else that became quite apparent as time went on was that the place was closing at half six. And they were closing the kitchen at six. So I'm like, well, that's fine. I'm going to order, uh, going to order the the eldest and the youngest daughter something to eat not a problem for me but the middle daughter no sign of food at this party what what is going on here so i'm like are they not are they not going to feed her cuz i'm going to party this time you you'd think there was some food so I said to my elders, I was like, look, you know, maybe we need to get her some of the food we've got here. But you can guarantee the moment we feed her, they're going to bring out the food. But things started closing. So they closed the kitchen. I'm like, well, presumably they can't get any food because they've closed the kitchen. So we need to feed her. I can't have her not having any tea. So I managed to, like, call her over. And I was like, look, you need to eat something because it's tea time. And you haven't had anything to eat. And it would appear that there's no food. The, the moment she'd sat down and tucked into some food, they announced that that, part, that particular party needed to go and get ready for the food. I'm like, cool, right. Stop eating the food I've paid for. Go to the toilet, wash your hands and go off and get some party food. However, <laughs> as I mentioned, the place was closing. So, I'm like, okay, um, not entirely sure the deal here, but whatever. So it turns out 
that a lot of the information that we had, not that we've been told, a lot of the information that we had was correct. The laser part of the party is done in the dark. After they close, so the place closed, and then they started doing the laser part of the party. Here's a laser gun, go and try and kill your mates. At this point in time, I'm like, well, the youngest is past her bedtime. And it's nearly the middle daughter's bedtime. And the eldest, well, I mean, she just goes to bed later anyway. I was like, we're going to have to leave. Now, here's the thing. And I feel that this is one of those where I'm like, I feel this is fair. If all the information had been given up front, I could have planned accordingly. I could have said, oh, you know, it's going to be a late one, but it's going to be a late one. There's not a lot I can do about that. The party doesn't go, you know, the party doesn't finish until God knows when. Nobody seems to know when, but it certainly doesn't finish at the time I thought it was going to. Or any of the options of times that I was given, it's not finishing then either. So maybe just have to play it by ear so that she can... Because ultimately, I said to her in the end, I was like, look, we can't stay. So rather than you going and doing five five minutes of this laser party and then getting into it and then having to leave, we should probably just leave now. So she had to miss out on a big part of the party... Because there was no information given. And it just... It just seemed really strange to me. Like... Give a start time, give an end time. Tell people, you know, when you when you bring your child, hey, here's my child, you know. We had to go and buy a present before getting there. So, hey, here's my child. She, she brought you, your child, a present. Even at that point, be like, oh, okay, um, food's going to be at this point in time, so, you know, you don't need to worry about any food. And as far as I'm aware, the laser stuff starts at this time. I could have then done something about it. I could have then been like, oh, well, you know, maybe she can just stay up a bit later. You know, it's a Friday, that sort of thing. Nothing. Nothing. Very confusing situation. And then... I just then end up feeling bad. I felt like it was my fault. Even though I could have planned differently if I'd have had more information. And I tried to get the information that I needed. But I still ended up feeling like it was my fault. So, I keep talking about the the, the rings... Uh, and the big the big ring is the is the move. Um, I think I bumped it up to nineteen uh, one thousand nine hundred fifty calorie move calories today for the for the new new goal for the new week and all that. Um, now, as as we've talked about previously, we've talked about in the past. I have been kind of cheating on my rest days because they're definitely not a rest day that's for freaking sure so there's been swimming and yoga two dog walks what have essentially become two long dog walks 
bing bang boom done for the day you can still chalk it up as a rest day because you didn't have to run and you didn't have to lift weights and you didn't have to do that and it's still a rest day even though you've exerted the best part of what's usually like 2,000 calories so you get a tattoo done you can't go swimming swimming's out the window get a tattoo done yeah sorry no yoga and I'm I'm stressing it so the plan was monster dog walk the biggest dog walk there has ever been it was gonna be not it wasn't gonna be a 5k dog walk it was gonna be a five miler Ended up being just over four and a half miles. It took an hour and whatever. I'm like, that's got to put me in good stead. It's got to put me, you know, we've got to be kicking the day off right. Wasn't even a quarter. I'm like, what the flip? So then I'm like, right, okay, well, uh, I need to get out there. I need to get out in it. Worked out, obviously, there'd be another dog walk. Probably looking about 200 calorie kind of dog walk because it was going to be another long one, just not as long as the first one. Okay, chalk that off, that's that done. Where am I getting the rest from? Because we're talking 1200 kind of area. How is that even possible? So, you've got obviously your movement during the day and how you go about doing that and all that sort of stuff. So, I'm like, ultimately... By the back end of the day, I ended up by needing 800 move calories. I broke it down. I was like, I'm going to have to go and do half an hour on the treadmill and see. I'll do that before my tea. That way I can have something to eat because I don't eat on a Sunday until tea time. And then assess. So I did over half an hour on the treadmill and I walked away having done 400 calories which left me those of you that are good at maths with 400 calories still to do so i'm like right i did uh, i did like just over half an hour so i know that i can do half an hour's worth of treadmill it's not ideal but you gotta make the best of it let's eat watch some american football and go back which is what i did it's exactly what i did i ate i let my food settle I watched some American football, and I went back. There was a point where I was going to text Leanne and say, I think there's something wrong with my watch, because I'm still going, and I've still got 120 calories to get. And I've just been looking at it, and I just saw it go backwards. I ended up having to do... I think it was 50 minutes in the end. I stepped off it. I was I was just... I was hanging, for want of a better way of putting it. And it was at that point that I went, how is today a rest day? Where was the rest today? I'd done... Something like 12 miles yesterday. I'd done some ridiculous number of steps. Like something like closing in on 23,000 steps, was it? 
Let's, let me see. Uh, now then, I have to go into that. Okay, Monday, Sunday. Okay, here we go. 23,348 steps, 10.92 miles. And that got me 1,940 move. I don't even know what it is because underneath it says 1,400. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, it says 142 calories. What does that equate to? What is this? I can't have done 142 calories. What about, what, is that just telling me when those work out? Oh no, total. Oh my God. Total, 9,000, no, not 9,000, Jesus Christ. 4,934 calories. I'd love to know how that, it's quite a lot of calories to be fair. Just short of, well, not just short, but heading in the right direction for 5,000 calories. I've done 4,400 calories today, and I'm not even done for the day. Still need to get the, the stand goal for today, apparently. So, I was like, where's the rest? Because you're supposed to rest. You are supposed to rest. There's supposed to be a rest day. And I consider Wednesday and Sunday to be rest days. Or Saturday. or But Wednesday's not a rest day. I still run. I still walk the dog. I still work out on a Wednesday. Not a rest day. Saturday. Saturday's a rest day. Apart from the fact that I get up. And more recently, I've been going park run. Didn't go park running this week, obviously. But more recently, I've been going doing a park run. So me and the dog walk a mile and a bit. Then we do a 5K. Then we walk a mile and a bit home. Then I immediately go and get on the treadmill and do 3K on the treadmill. Working on the principle that I've then got the rest of the day to get all of the rest of the move calories or whatever the hell that move thing is. I'm now starting to wonder what it actually relates to. So Saturday's not a rest day. Maybe Sunday. Is Sunday a rest day? Well, you know, you've got a three-mile dog walk in the morning. And then usually trying to get an hour's worth of swimming. An hour's worth of yoga. Another, like a two-mile, two-point-something-mile dog walk in the afternoon slash evening. And then sometimes I still have to get on the treadmill. So is Sunday a rest day? Where's the rest day? The watch, I'm not going to lie, the watch has really made me take stock of what it is I'm doing on a daily basis. Where where am I doing this? Where am I doing that? Am I doing things right? Am I, am I really putting a dent in all of this? But it's a double-edged sword because the other side of this is... And I, I can never... I can never stop. I can never let it go. The, as we've just seen, there's no rest day. Some days recently I've been doing an over 2,000, you know, I'll have done over 2,000 today. As we know, we don't know what this move thing is. It's not calories. And the last thing for this week relates 
in a lot of ways to, to a lot of what I've just said, literally what I've just said, because I stepped on the scales this morning, quietly confident five days into December that I was going to see not one, not two, not even three pounds. I was quietly expecting to see a four pound loss because as we know that is basically what I need to lose every week in December and even that won't be enough so you know to tie in with previous years and and everything you know all of that trying to get a stone in December but I'm like I have I don't want to be that guy, but I have crushed it this this last week. Up to up to Monday, getting the scales. I reckon we're good. I, I think quietly confident. Might even be five. Could be five. You already know what's coming. You already know what I'm gonna say. Not point two of a pound. And I, I, I was actual in genuine shock at that. Now then, <laughs> a little while ago, um, there was a point in time where I had to get on the treadmill on a Sunday night, and I ended up having to do over an hour on the treadmill. And when I stepped on the scales the next day, I knew that my legs were like just <sighs> swollen is probably the way to put it. And I ended up not losing any weight. And I was always under the impression that that was to do with the amount of time I'd had to put in on the treadmill the night before. And I said last night, I was like, do you remember that time that I did all that stuff on the treadmill on the Sunday night and then didn't lose weight the next day and it was nigh impossible because I should have lost weight and I didn't. I wonder what will happen tomorrow. Well, there we go. I didn't lose any weight. This week, um, not gonna lie, another one of those weeks where that was a massive kick in the stones. Like I say, after after the day I had yesterday, trying to get it all done, trying to trying to still achieve the goal, to then lose no weight. <sighs> yeah, not good. So, like I say, that was the week. Um, a few other bits to go through. So, um, don't talk about TV much these days because a lot of the stuff I'm watching is rewatch. I've actually I've actually been catching up with Archer. Um, I gave it a break and ended up missing three series. Uh, it's one of those. I personally feel it's taken a drop. Um, because a lot of it is so recycled, you know, it's the same jokes you just in, used in different scenarios. It's a bit like, ah, uh, yeah, we're doing that. But then there are other times when, you know, I genuinely laugh out loud. So, um, something I did want to talk about is I've been watching, um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, all 15 series. I think I'm up to series 13 at this point. Um, but there was a point where I was like, hey, I remember when 
when Dennis left, when Glenn Howerton left for a time, and then almost as if by magic, that was like what, it, what like the next episode was at the point in time he left. And I was like, I'm pretty sure he was gone for like a series or half a series or something. So half an episode later, he was back. I was like, what? That's not right. He was definitely gone for a while. Um. So and then. In the, in the episode in question, um, they were talking about stuff that hadn't happened. I was like, what is going on here? Why have they, on Netflix, essentially removed episodes? And then, a few episodes later, the episode in question that had been mentioned that hadn't happened turned up. And the stuff where the character of Dennis is missing was a lot later in it. And I know they've done like they've they've actually removed I think it's six episodes from the Netflix stuff. It's, there's a disclaimer on it that says some episodes are missing. And I know which episodes they are and I know why they've been removed. But I was like, why change the order of the episodes? Especially when it's actually when things in these episodes are actually referenced. It just seems like a strange choice. Um, as I said, I'm on series 13 at this point, so not long to go until I've finished it. And then, who knows what's going to be the treadmill treat. Um, I watched something Christmassy. I mentioned that. And it was, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yes, not quite a Christmas movie. It was 45 minutes. But not quite a Christmas movie, I know. But I felt it it spoke to me. I got quite emotional whilst watching it. Um, see if that's uh, see if this sounds familiar. By the way, this is a spoiler. Um, see if this sounds familiar. Somebody who um, who who needs their their Christmas spark reigniting because they're they're sad. And it's Christmas. Um, few ups, few downs. Um, the music in it was good. Uh, there's a couple of musical performances in it which I thought were very good. I actually um, downloaded the album on the streaming service. Um, and I've been enjoying a couple of the musical numbers. Um, it was very comical in a lot of places. Uh, some of the downsides were it felt like the Drax and Mantis show they are very much the two main characters in it and feature heavily throughout Um, one of the things that I found a little bit strange was and I don't know how to say this without just saying it but I never really I I don't remember Mantis being quote unquote that good I just thought she was a bit like, you know, she's got a she's got her power thing, and I thought that was all that she really did. Um, don't want to spoil anything, but the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special would prove otherwise. I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. It was very good. It was very enjoyable. It was it was funny. It was it touched me. Um, I was very touched by it. I got a little bit emotional towards the back end. 
Um, there was there was a scene. Um, there's there's a couple of animated bits in it, and I was a bit like, oh, interesting animated bits. And one of the animated bits made me a bit emotional. Um, but it was very good. There's even been mention of watching it again, and I went, yeah, I'll watch that again. Um, I actually watched another movie as well. Now then, I can't say the name of this film, not because it's a foreign movie or anything like that, because I can't get it the right way around. So I had to write it down, and it took me two attempts to write it down. I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's the Nicolas Cage film where Nicolas Cage plays himself. Um, I saw the trailer for this, and I was like, yes, please. I saw other trailers. I was like, this film looks fantastic. <coughs> Worked on the principle with it being a Nicolas Cage film that there was a high chance it was going to get terrible reviews. In actual fact, it got really good reviews to the point that people were saying it's possibly the best film he's ever done. I know some people out there would suggest would say that's not difficult, but I kind of like Nicolas Cage. I even like some of his more out there performances. So, next thing, Amazon exclusive, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I'm like, definitely get that on the watch list. And then it kind of dropped off my radar. Every time I went on Amazon Prime, I was like, oh man, I need to get that film watched. But I don't go on Amazon Prime very often these days. So every time I went on, I was like, man, I need to watch that film. And then, you know, weeks pass, and I'm like, oh yeah, there was that film I wanted to watch. So I made a note, uh, I set a reminder to actually watch it Saturday night. So did a double bill, did the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, and the unbearable weight of massive talent. Honestly, it was fantastic. It was just a really, really good really enjoyable film there was there was no fat to trim it was a hoot and a holler um neil patrick harris pops up in it nicholas cage is in it uh pedro pascal was in it just a riot from start to finish just a good fun movie which, as I keep saying, and I keep coming back to, things you just don't really find these days. <laughs> uh, something that doesn't take itself too seriously. There is absolutely a place in this world for that. Um, the last thing, the last thing to discuss is a computer game. I may have mentioned at the back end of last week's podcast that I was, I was going to get a game. And I did get the game, and the game is Gotham Knights. Now then, I need to find a text message. Because it'll save me a job. It's going to do that thing where I have to... It has to load. That's me talking about how terrible the coffee shop went to was. Ah, here we go. So I sent a good friend of mine a text message. And I said this. So, I played Gotham Knights last night. Firstly, too many cutscenes. Secondly, a lot of it doesn't make sense. Thirdly, the bike is slow as shit and no boost. 
Fourthly, the maps are unnecessarily big. Uh, I said I only played as Red Hood, as I don't really have any interest in the others. However, I did end up playing until half an hour after bedtime. Uh, that was when I'd started the game. Um, I stick by everything that I've said there. However, playing it a little bit more, it, it the game's opened up quite a bit. You kind of get a little bit of an idea what the game's actually about. And what the game's actually about is not a lot, really. It's a lot of rinse and repeat. It's a lot of, did you play Avengers? Because it's that model. And, hey, didn't it work well for the people that made Avengers? Um, I still haven't played as a different character. Because, let's face it, you've got four characters. Red Hood, Nightwing, Batgirl, and Robin. Robin is hands down the worst character. The only time Robin was ever good was when he was in like Teen Titans. Other than that, Robin's a terrible character. Batgirl, apparently Batgirl's really good at like the detective stuff. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you've got a thing that scans stuff like Batman had in the Arkham stuff. And that kind of does a lot of the work for you. So, meh. Nightwing... Nightwing's okay, but let's face it, he's just grown-up Robin. So ultimately, that leaves you with Red Hood. And if anybody knows about who Red Hood is, there's probably a psychological reason why I would pick to play as him. Other than the fact that you get guns, you play with the guns. It's not a good game. But it's not... I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to go with the cliche that I always use. It's not a good game, but it's not as bad as people make it out to be. You do need to invest some time in it. You do need to unlock a lot of things to make the game a bit more playable. You need fast travel. You need um, there's this um, the this thing called movement abilities. You need these things to make the game even remotely playable. Um, outside of that, the rest of it's, in a lot of ways, cosmetic. Oh, you can get a new suit that makes you ever so slightly more powerful. Cool. Oh, you can unlock a special ability that does this. Cool. But, if, that's, if all of that's true, then why do I find myself just playing it? I'm playing it and playing it. And I'll get I get to a point where I check the time and I'm like, shit, I gotta go to bed. It's one of those. But why? Is it A because I love a bad game? I really do, I love a bad game. Is it because it's such a baffling game that you just get lost in its absolute insanity? Or is it like I often say about bad games? Deep down, buried beneath all of the crap, is a good game. At one point in time, you could probably imagine that they might have had an idea. And that idea might have been a good one. And then it just got buried in all the we-need-to-sell-people stuff. You know, all the stuff that killed the Avengers game. Because, I still stand by this, if you go back to Avengers and you play just the story missions... Nothing else. None of the side nonsense. 
just go and do the story missions, it's a good game. I still stand by that now. And actually, this is what Gotham Knights is going for it. If you ignore all the rest of the bullshit stuff that a pay-to-play model wants you to do, and just focus on the actual story missions, and if you forget that all the money they spent on the ridiculous cutscenes could have been spent much better on the game, if you ignore all of that, there is actually a game in there, and it's not that bad. You do these things where it's like you do so much and you unlock um, like a, like a big mission, and in a lot of ways, it feels like playing a DLC. You feel like you've kind of cheated the system because it's like, hey, do you want to go and you know do a Mister Freeze mission, do a Harley Quinn mission? Do you want to do those? Well, we're going to change the entire setting of Gotham or an area, or, you know, like a specific area, and you can go and do that mission. And that mission will be quite good. There was a bit that I had to do, um, this is, it's spoilers and it's not. If you've seen any of the promotional material, it's not spoilers. But there's a Court of Owls element to the game. And I had to go and do a Court of Owls mission. And although certain aspects of the mission were annoying... It really gave you a feel of the Court of Owls from the comics. And I really enjoyed the Court of Owls stuff from the comics. So for me, as a bat consumer, I was loving it. There are like these, like I say, like these big missions where it changes. Like there's a point, again, bit of a spoiler, but not really. You have, you have to do a Mist Freeze thing. So obviously Gotham is frozen. You go, you do the mission, Gotham's frozen. When you finish the mission, Gotham's no longer frozen. And that stuff is actually not that bad. In a lot of ways it's a solid 7 out of 10 game. In a lot of ways it's a solid 6 out of 10 game. I can see why people hate it. And I imagine the people that hate it probably haven't played it enough. But that's that, if you don't like it, you're not going to play it anymore. And that's probably where the issue lies. As with any game, I will continue to play it and I will aim for trying to finish it. Um, And if the game allows me to do that, great. And if I finish it, I may consider looking at other characters to play as. I don't know. I do wonder... What there will be in the way of like a new game plus kind of thing. Or a you can play it again with all the abilities. What, whatever. We'll have to see. Now then. What I will say is. Looking at the date. Looking at the, the, the time frame. I'm going to run into a situation where I've actually asked for a couple of games for Christmas. So. Will Gotham Knights last me until Christmas or not? I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably not. I'm feeling like I'm heading towards the back end of Gotham Knights. But in a lot of ways, not at the same time. So we'll have to see. Anyway, for now, that's my review of Gotham Knights. And that is the podcast for this time.
Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And I will catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Oh, the point that you get this is probably been Christmas. So this probably feels a bit weird listening to Christmas talk. Don't worry. I'm sure there'll be more next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being here. If I can just ask you one thing before you go, it's that you please like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop. Check out the website, thecookiecast.com. Over there we've got social media links and an email button for you to get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cookie Cast.